The 1v1 interview series is a production of the Boss Rush Network of Podcasts. Visit bossrush.net to listen to our podcast and read our articles, game reviews, and more. You can also follow us on Twitter at Boss Rush Network to stay up to date with our content. Thank you for listening. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Boss Rush 1v1. I am your host, Dan Murphy. It's been a long time since I've done an interview, but today with me, I have our fellow YouTube creator, Miss Bubbles, with me. How you doing? Hello. I'm good. How are you? Good, good. Thank you so much for taking the time um, to do an interview with me. I know, you know, it's difficult for you being halfway across the world from me, so I'm glad we were able to make a time uh, work out for us. Yeah, it took us a long time, but we're here. <laughs> I know, and then there was just so many things that happened in between, but we, we made it happen. We made it happen. Yep, yep. yep. Um, cool. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Who are you? Why why are you here on a gaming podcast? Uh, so, I'm Miss Bubbles. Why I'm here, I have no idea. I need to ask you <laughs> <laughs> why you got me here. I don't know. Of all the people, it's Miss Bubbles. I- I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, once you once you tell us a little bit more, I'll tell you how you got here. <laughs> all right. Um, yeah. So I create YouTube videos, um, basically reviews before you buys. I used to do some sales. Not sure if we're gonna bring those back. And top five lists most of the time. And I cover RPGs, JRPGs, cozy and live sim games. So that's me, Miss Bubbles. Nice. Yeah. I'm. Um... I'm like one of the biggest JRPG fans, and I definitely stumbled across your YouTube. Um, I think you did like a top five JRPGs for 2021. I think that might have been the first one I saw from you. Um, I know you do like a lot of Nintendo Switch stuff as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On your videos. Um, that So, you know, what got you into content creating? Like, how did... How did Miss Bubbles start? Where and like, how'd you get your YouTube going? So that's a pretty long story, but we'll make it very quick. So back in 2016, my channel was actually a fitness channel. It's gonna be surprising. I did that for a month, and then I was like, nope, I don't like it. I just, <laughs> um, I love fitness, but then I saw that I love to do it for myself, but it was difficult for me to do it for other people. So I stopped that, and then. In 2019, I wrapped up my master's degree in the UK and I was just sitting there trying to figure out what I'm going to do. So in my spare time, I was like, you know what? I want to do Twitch because I really love gaming and I don't get the chance to talk about it. And then I was like, you know, and I really enjoy the company when I'm playing some games. So I did that for a month as well. Uh, it It went really well, if I do say so myself. But then I had to come back to Lebanon and here internet sucks. So I was like... Nah, streaming is not going to work, especially on uh, Twitch. So I was just watching a lot of content, specifically Mr. Matty Plays and ACG. I just love their content. And I was like, what if I would do that? Of course, I'm going to need a lot of time and experience to be on their level, but maybe I can try. And it was just um, kind of like get yourself out of the comfort zone. Did that. And now we're here. Nice. What was the first video you did? Do you remember? 
Yeah, it was actually inspired by Casual Gamer Cat. Um, it was about top five cozy games on the Nintendo Switch. It was spe- like specifically 60 videos ago. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, like, were you always a cozy gamer, JRPG player? Like, growing up, did you play video games too? Yeah, yeah. I've played video games ever since I was a little baby. And <laughs> it's 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 because of my dad. I remember he used to, like, uh, play Delta, Delta Force. And okay. I used to sit on his lap. It's like this Red Alert, Delta Force, mm-hmm. these kind of games. And I used to sit, sit on his lap play games i used to play 101 dalmatians and hercules you know back on those days that's when i started gaming and then i fell in love with sims sims one two three four been there through all of them and i had the ds and like the wii over here and xbox oh you still have your wii set up yeah i just don't like it doesn't so the thing is Oh, cool. You I know, got mine in a box next to me. It's not, <laughs> not even hooked yeah, up to anything. Yeah, but th- these, all of those, they don't work because oh. in here, you have to pirate things mm-hmm. back then. Yeah, so they only, like, only specific pirated discs work on these. Oh. I don't have, I don't have any. I lost everything. That's a funny thing also i never knew i would be like making videos so i got rid of the cds i don't know why i did that <laughs> but i did and yeah I, re- I regret that so they're just here for just looking looking yeah. pretty <laughs> it's a great setup <laughs> is that still really common like having to pirate a lot of games or is it is it more accessible now uh actually they still do that but i refuse to take part of it because back then I was a kid, I didn't know. Same with my dad, he didn't know. We just that was the only thing available. Now right. you can get you like, I had the shop the other day tell me like, hey, if you want, we can just pirate your PlayStation Four for like fifty dollars, and then you just have to pay five dollars and play games that you want. And I was like, wow, no, no, <laughs> we're not gonna <laughs> no, I'm not gonna do that. So wow, yeah, that's it's crazy. still common here. Yeah, people here don't really understand how it impacts developers. For me, like um, around 2015, I got my own laptop and that's when I understood like, yeah, I don't want to be part of that. And then I got my PlayStation 4 and since then, no, nothing is pirated ever. But on all of these, it, yeah, everything was pirated before that. Wow. Huh. Yeah. That's that's pretty interesting. Um and I'm assuming it's because it's just not as accessible as it could be, you know? It's Yeah, it's not at all. Right. Is it difficult to get hardware, too? Like um, like yeah, a like, Switch or a PlayStation or anything? Yeah, first, we, play, we pay a lot more. A lot more. I like my Nintendo Switch OLED. I had to pay about $150 more than what it, is, what it retails for in U.S. or the U.K., and I just don't understand why. They oh, say wow. like, oh, you know, we're paying taxes and uh, customs and stuff like that. But if you think about it, you're getting massive amount, like you're getting them in bulk. And most of the times they just get them, you know, they just travel and get, get them with them. And they don't really pay that much. So I don't know why they're charging that. 
So I guess that's why also still till now a lot of people are like, yeah, let me go the pirated way. Even with video <laughs> games, we barely get the games that we want, or at least I want. Sometimes I'm like, am I the only gamer here? Because wh- where are the games that I want? Till now, like, um, what's it called? I've been. Metopia is not in Lebanon. Um, mm-hmm. Rune Factory Five not here. A lot like ever. There's nothing here. So like why so yeah hmm. we don't so you just have to kind of do it. digital a lot huh that's why yeah and today i was just arguing with myself on discord i'm like i don't want to <laughs> be in the digital realm all the time but right. i have to that's my only options what did, what do i do right yeah you don't really have a choice there unfortunately or you can have your friends in america ship them over to you <laughs> Yeah, we kind of tried something like that. I wanted the uh, grips for the Switch, the um, the Skull & Co. ones. Literally, you have to pay $120 to ship them to me. So Oh ship- my god. Y- yeah, so it's like four times. So we can get four of these grips for that price. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they make sure you have no options here. They make sure of it. Oof, that's rough. Yeah, you gotta do what you gotta do. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, at least at least you do have the option of going digital versus pirating, right? So yeah, that's that's the good thing. Um, you know, and, and now that you're able to go digital, like you're you have access to almost any game. Um, and you said you do like a lot of you know cozy games, JRPGs. Um, and you talked about doing Twitch now take all that and put it together what's what do you enjoy most about creating content uh so with youtube first i know a lot of people complain about the editing process i love it (laughs) it's just it's fun yeah i just find it fun to just put together this bundle of joy and just send it out (laughs) and whoever finds it and connects with it that is freaking awesome and the best thing is always being able to interact with all of these amazing people from all around the world and just connecting with them because i don't get that here i don't have a single friend who plays video games so people think i'm an alien or a boy or a weirdo and i'm like (laughs) and now i just get to connect with everyone and you know talk about these games that i love and others love them too and they understand why these games click with me why i like them and enjoy them so just putting this video together sending it out through you know to the world and then receiving feedback like let's say the other day we did the the collab uh, for 3ds games and i had 12 amazing creators with me so these are 12 creators that was that a love great video. video games thank you they love them just like i do and what was even more awesome is i asked others like what is your 3ds must buy game and you just get this flood of people letting you know mm-hmm. what it is and they tell you exactly why and you you connect with their story and you're like oh like yeah you like this like i understand maybe you know they tell you how it clicks with their childhood or maybe it to introduce them into game world there's some amazing stories in the world and you know being able to let people's just people's let people share that story (laughs) that is really awesome yeah it's it's kind of funny i like i noticed a lot of um 
answers in kind of the 3ds world about like where people are with what games they want to get and it's 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 kind of funny to see like a lot of people really like grasp onto what they grew up with right like one of my favorite games growing up was um fire emblem on the gamecube (laughs) so Ah. it's like it's been like calcified in my mind that like final fantasy and um fire emblem are like the games that like i just have to play all of them and i i just bought a 3ds recently and never played a single game on it so i actually watched that video and i was like i i just have to do it fire emblem awakening like i know heroes gets a bad rap but uh not heroes um that's a mobile game Fates. Yeah, I know Fates gets a bad rap, um, but I got to try that one as well. So, you yeah, know. we had it on there. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I, I did want to go back to something you said, though, because you said yeah. you don't mind the editing process, but you only talked about the completed project <laughs> that you love so much. Do you actually like the editing part, though, like the physical it- portion of editing? <laughs> I like specifically the end of that process where I'm just starting with the music, the sound effects, putting in the graphics and all of that and the the color grading and making my audio sucks. I know that's like we need to fix that, but I'm like, not right now. I can't financially do that, but just, you know, putting that thing together, that is really cool. And then a role. I don't know why people say it's hard for me. It's so easy. I just make the the sound section on Premiere Pro big and then you can see where the gaps are. And the trick is you start from the end of the video, not from the beginning, because usually what you say in the end is what you want to keep in the video and you just go backwards. Every mm-hmm. single A roll takes me an hour max, no matter how long the video is. Oh, wow. Yeah, you just you have to do it the other way around people just go from the start till the finish you're stuttering at the start like 1000 times no start from the finish and go backwards and <laughs> it's just yeah it, collabs are usually the hardest for me to mm. to make otherwise like the upcoming cozy games or whatever you'll be shocked i finished i knocked those off in two days done We're wow done. really yeah <laughs> that's awesome like, the collab 10 days i was dying <laughs> like send help <laughs> i can't feel my back <laughs> ambulance please oh my god that was worth it though in the end so yeah it must be nice to put a bow on that and just send it off <laughs> yeah that one i was like <sighs> <laughs> yeah with i don't have patience for video editing i don't know what it is like podcasts i find it like very cathartic to like mix it all together and then just you know I, I like even just listening to it and making it sound good it feels very satisfying like once mm-hmm. i get like a good flow to it and a good sound to it so um yeah it's just it's funny how different everybody else can be like with what they like when it comes to content creating because i'll never in my life edit a video <laughs> yeah 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 and i think now because i don't work right now i i need to um i have like other plans right now so maybe it's filling in that gap but i know by the fall time maybe i'll start considering someone to help me edit but then the problem is i don't think anybody would know how to make a video the way that i want it to be exactly so 
I tried that at the beginning with thumbnails. I was paying someone to help me out. I never do anything of that like free, no. Like you get paid for that. And still now I just learned how to make my own for a while and I can't see myself going back to that person and you know telling them my vision or whatever. I'll just start to do it. Sometimes my thumbnails look horrible if you zoom in because I don't I don't know how to use Photoshop so I use Canva and it's very limited but I'd rather do it my way and I'm finding my style if mm -hmm. that person kept doing those thumbnails for me I would not have that consistent style that now I'm pushing forward and you can start you know bundling videos together and see how you're progressing so it's gonna be difficult I don't know how we're gonna do that but we'll figure <laughs> something out yeah it'll it'll all come together mm. um what what made you choose YouTube to upload your videos? Yeah, um, I guess. Because like, as in? just to jump in, like a lot of people actually use Twitch. Like they just record their videos and upload them there. Like I feel like that's a good platform to use I, because like just asking why YouTube? Well, it's the most popular thing. <laughs> but yeah, um, you know, there's there's so many other options as well as YouTube kind of just like, is it very user friendly? And what would you tell somebody trying to get started with content? Um, any good advice with YouTube? Yeah. Um, so YouTube, as I said, because of the internet, so live streaming was just out of the out of the question at that point. And then it's because my favorite content creators are on there. So, and it's true though about the popularity thing. It is the best place. I I saw the one called Odyssey. I think. It's just, it wasn't that easy for me to grasp. I know other people go with TikTok or Instagram. I don't like short form videos and shorts on YouTube. Can we, can we please not? Can we keep those short form videos for Instagram and TikTok, please? And thank you. I'm, I'm that person. I'm like, I go to YouTube for the, that, you know, long experience. I don't want those bites. That, yeah. If, if I see we're, a channel has a lot of shorts, I not subscribing i don't want these popping all over my homepage. and i'm mean i'm being mean right now but i'm like <laughs> i mean we're in the add era like nobody can pay attention for <laughs> a I, long time yeah yeah and i'm like no i love you know watching what someone has to say i i watch luke stephens stephens or Stephen. i don't know how to say his stevens class. maybe he puts out critiques that are four hours long. You bet I'm sitting there watching what he has to say. <laughs> I'm like, mm-hmm, tell me more, take notes. <laughs> okay, cool, cool. <laughs> and then you give me like a 30 second video and I'm like, I didn't learn anything. No, it's just, just a bunch <laughs> of buzzwords and we're done. <laughs> exactly, or like those recipes, they're like, throw in the can, and I'm like, that's a bunch of noise. I didn't understand how to make that recipe. <laughs> oh, Can and they do those me? like speed up videos that it like looks so easy to do, and then you like start it and you're like, what? <laughs> yeah, try it yourself, and you're like, I didn't get a single thing that you did there. <laughs> so yeah, that's why YouTube, I just, it's, my favorite creators are there. The co the communities that you cultivate are there. Though, with my experience, maybe because it was a shorter while on Twitch, people are just... There's less trolls there, I think. Mm. But again, it was just one month compared to a year on YouTube, so I don't know. I don't right. think it's fair enough to compare, but yeah. And then... Yeah. 
I I feel like it's such a saturated market though with YouTube, and I think that would intimidate me if I were to try to start up a you know a gaming thing. Um, did you kind of go into it with the goal of like I'm gonna do something different? Like, what's gonna separate me from the rest? What What was your goal with that? Yep. And that's why I did those sales videos because I don't see no girl trying to find sales videos or any <laughs> of those sale videos. They have like a person sitting in there. There's only maybe one channel that was doing that and then a few others, but they just feel like those sale videos are just rushed out. They always have the same games, rarely anything new. And I was like, nah, we're going to talk about new things. Okay. And this channel is going to be diverse. We're not talking only about Nintendo Switch. Maybe the Nintendo Switch gets more attention from me because at this time, that's what I'm playing more. But mm -hmm. no, like you're going to see throughout the years, I shift a lot between consoles that I'm giving more love to. And I want that to show. I don't want to be suppressing that. And yeah, that's how it started with that. And then slowly, I was like, okay, let's try the top five list. Let's try whatever. You, you got to try and see what sticks. And that's the thing with YouTube. You just need to try. Right now, what I'm doing is working. Mm -hmm. A year from now, might not be working. So you need to be always trying. But no shorts. Not going to try shorts. <laughs> no shorts. <laughs> I'll try everything, but not shorts. <laughs> yeah. It, um. I don't know. I just, you really, really got to keep up with the trends when it comes to content creating on YouTube. And um, I, I can't, I don't know. I feel like I just, I'm like a little too old to get, <laughs> get on board with trends and like keep up with them. So yeah. I've just given up, but um, yeah. So you're doing a lot of like top, top videos, top five lists and um, you know, what's coming out. So <laughs> this, this is always something I ask people who do like a lot of um, cozy games. What makes you jump from like cozy game to cozy game? Because they're like type of games you can kind of just play forever, like Animal Crossing, like Stardew yeah. Valley, those kind of games. Like when do you stop and join another one? <laughs> and how much time uh, do you usually put into them? It depends, to be honest, you know, but I'm someone who never clocks in games more than 300 hours. Except oh, wow. for Sims, if we're gonna combine my lifetime playing Sims, we're talking really like years worth of me putting in. Yeah, but otherwise, the max I would play is about 300 hours. And the mm -hmm. second I feel like I'm burning out from a game, and that's something that first guides me to know if I will recommend a game for you or if I think this game is for you if, not for you if, is how it clicks with me, how much the gameplay loop is keeping me hooked. And if it's not, I just let it go. If I feel like a game is just starting to exhaust me, like let's say Animal Crossing, eventually I was just like, I, I got bored after 280 hours of playing that game. I just got bored of the loop of, you know, every single day getting up, doing the same thing. I just let it go. And I don't jump from similar types of cozy games. I make sure they're different. And they're usually, for me, which is, people might find that surprising, my favorite genre is RPGs, not cozy games. I use cozy oh. games as a way to de-stress. De 
but when I cover um, RPGs, they don't do well on my channel because usually the much bigger companies are covering those. So with Cozy Games, I found the beauty of indie games, which I had no idea about. If you ask me during like back in my Twitch month or whatever, I had no idea indie developers exist or indie games exist. And that's when I discovered them. And like, I want to help them. I, I want to do what I can to be there for them, to support them. And they're so creative. They bring you those amazing games. And I had no idea. But I can't lie. Like, if you ask me Far Cry 6 or a cozy game, like, Far Cry 6, of course. <laughs> yeah, there's something, you know, deep in your heart that's going to be different. But yeah. Yeah, that's that's awesome. I. I and it's like it depends if you want to be engaged like really with the big story and everything too right yeah and most of the time indie not indie games cozy games they don't have a massive story behind like animal crossing what's the story right right uh story of seasons what's the story your dad gave you or your father or your grandfather gave you the farm and that's it stardew yeah. valley you decided to stop your corporate job and go to your grandfather's i think it was the grandfather farm and build it up cat cafe mm -hmm. manager which i was playing recently you're taking after your grandmother's legacy that's it there's no like that deep story like let's say assassin's creed valhalla or like your you know uh far cry or witcher or um, dragon age or whatever you don't have that deep story in there but for me, most of the time, I'm craving that story. And then when I don't want no story, I don't want any emotional engagement. And I just want to relax and chill. Mm -hmm. Or I have a long day and I just want to chill. Of course, I'm going to pick up a cozy game. Right, right. Yeah. And um, just to kind of piggyback on like the indie indie games you're talking about and seeing like how creative they are. It's always like fun to see... Um, it's always a small team, right? Two, three, four people. And then kind of just like one of the things that always um, impresses me with indie games is like how the music kind of sets the tone for like the scene that you're in or the level or everything. It's just since they're graphically limited, using Unity just at your home, like we could use Unity and try to make a game right now, but obviously it won't be as good as Hollow Knight or whatever. But um like just seeing how the world just uh, the music puts the world together and everything it's like that's my favorite part of indie games is just seeing how creative they can get with limited resources um yeah so yeah i'm with you i i love any chance i get to promote indie gaming it's it it, it feels good <laughs> yeah yeah people need to give them a chance oh for sure for sure yeah i i always get upset i mean you know, we talked about social media and how there's trolls out there, but like I always, I still get bothered when I see people like just say all indie games are trash or like things like that. I'm like, come on, yeah. you have to actually try these things. They're good. <laughs> yep, yeah, yeah. It's like saying all triple A games are trash right. because one game doesn't do well. <laughs> Cyberpunk for a while. Y'all destroyed that game. <laughs> But like, and now it's redeeming itself or whatever, but that doesn't mean all AAA games are going to be bad. Or let's say with EA games and their heavy focus right now with microtransactions or 
just recycling FIFA 2000, 2001, 3, 4, whatever, whenever mm-hmm. it started. Like, you're not changing anything, but that doesn't mean all of these companies are the same. No, you just got to try and give them a chance. Right, right. I'm with you on that. Um, you know, kind of sticking with the topic of social media, mm-hmm. when, you know, you're, as a content creator, like, one of the most difficult parts is building your community. Um, you started on YouTube and you have a pretty big community on Discord that's always, always popping off. And then, you know, you have pretty, pretty um, good interactions on Twitter and everything too. Where'd you start and how, how'd you get everything so going so well? <laughs> yeah. Um, so basically this ties to a little bit of a drama that happened. So we're not going to tap into that a lot, but I was a mod. (laughs) Yeah. I was a mod at, uh, someone's channel, um, on their discord and I made a lot of friends there and I was even called a mother because I have that nurturing sense where I take care of everyone. I always love to interact with people, but I'm also an introvert. So when it's like in real life, I need to recharge. But then when it's online, I just feel like my real self can pop off more. I don't know why. Maybe like in real life, you just feel like there's a lot more pressure. So um something happened there and i just decided okay like you know now i have my own youtube channel i think i should start my own discord community because i don't want to be posting um announcements about what i'm doing with my channel on somebody else's discord community even though they had a a self-promo section i just don't like when people take advantage of that so i was like no i'm not gonna be the one that's doing that so let me do my own discord community and a lot of people followed me there funny enough all the people that followed me there they're not there anymore because oh wow more drama followed yeah and i had (laughs) i think you were there i purged the crap out of the discord server and i just Mm -hmm. my purge i just kicked out everyone that had to do anything with the old community and basically i was just promoting my community on youtube and then here and there on twitter and the right people will find you it takes time but they will find you and if you give them um you know attention because we're all humans we all want to have attention we just just a simple hello how are you doing today or if someone is sick or whatever remember that don't be just like oh, i'll just talk to that for like hello that the shallow conversations like no we're human let's mm-hmm. talk and you see that where we just have these deep talks sometimes we're talking the other day they were talking about something with humans future the future of humanity <laughs> or something and that was so deep but i was like y'all gave me anxiety i'm not gonna <laughs> get into that (laughs) but carry on just talk about it vent your heart and you gotta give people that you're you're not just all about gaming Mm -hmm. you know and that's how it just built off i had the initial people that i had before which i thought you know they're gonna be there for me whatever things went down and i that taught me to also have my guard up which you you definitely have to because right. people will try to take advantage of you, but then you can't just put everyone on the same level, um, because you know not all of your fingers are the same, right? So not mm-hmm. all of people are the same. But that put me like maybe at a point where I learned how to foster a community. Then the purge, ha- the purge happened. I thought that's it, I'm done. 
<laughs> community gone bye bye. But then I was like, you know what? Just try and promote. Like you have never promoted your channel before. Just try. And I promoted it on YouTube, and this influx of new people came in because they're looking for a community like yours. Right. And it's we have this amazing community now because I did that. Yeah, and you know, with your Discord channel as well, it there's plenty of channels for people to kind of just be themselves. Um, you know, there's a channel for like taking selfies and adventures. There's a channel like. Um, one thing that really impresses me is there's a channel where like people, if they need to talk, they go and like kind of express personal issues they have. And the influx of support is like very, very, um, wholesome, you know, it's, you don't usually see that. And it kind of reminds you that the internet might be a good place sometimes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's yeah. awesome. Um, and then, you know, I just want to ask you kind of one last thing about content creation is like what's mm -hmm. next for you um are you going to keep doing the youtube channels do you have any big plans coming up or do you have any change of direction maybe streaming again uh the thing is i really don't know i have a very big change coming to my life in around september october so if everything goes well my entire life is going to change but one thing that I do know for sure is I want to keep doing content creation. Sorry, that's my dog. Um, <laughs> I do want to keep up with this beautiful journey because it's amazing. Um, what I did was recently I decided I'm just going to do one video per week. And I think this will this has actually lowered or decreased my growth but I'm fine with it when I'm not jeopardizing my mental health because later on I'm going to have a full-time something, part-time job and YouTube and the gym and my social life. So how do we keep this? So I started prepping myself from now. One video per week, set a schedule, follow that. So it's really hard. Like I love live streaming, but it takes a lot of time. And when you have review codes sitting on there, you can't play them in public. And then it's just difficult to know, to be honest. So I'm not going to sit here and be like, I know what I'm doing. Like, I don't. I really don't. <laughs> streaming is a full-time job. I yeah. mean, I, I I was like, oh, I'm going to try streaming. I think it's fun. I'm really good at Mario Maker. So, so I was like, I'm going to be a Mario Maker streamer. And nice. I can't even sit down for two hours. I'm just like <laughs> so yeah. impatient. And like I'm having a hard time paying attention to this, the chat and the stream. And I just I was like, you know what? I'm, maybe it's not for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Streaming is more about the like you're, you don't really get the chance to enjoy the game. You can't, I don't know how people do it. They, they will go through a full story of, let's say, Witcher 3 right. and keeping up with the chat. You have those long sections of scenes. You need to be in there, you know, focusing on what's happening. Right. And if you don't, you're you're missing the most important plot twists and shocks and stuff like that. So it it, it, it is difficult. So I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I tried with YouTube to do streaming and my community helped me with Dragon Quest Eleven, and I'm so happy. <laughs> um, you know, they were so supportive and nice and giving me tips and tricks and stuff like that. But yeah, I think with me, it's either going to be let's do the whole content creation or with whenever I feel like it live streaming or just live streaming 
never content creation. Right. Well, it sounds like you found what you like doing. Yeah. Cool. Um, let's let's pivot just a little bit, and um, you know, we'll talk about who you are as a person, but the person that's behind the YouTube videos. Um, so you said you're from Lebanon, uh, born and raised there, I assume. Yeah. And then you were. Where did you go to school? Um, yeah, I went to uh, university here mm -hmm. in Lebanon, and then I went to a university in the UK. So I okay. did my master's there. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. How long were you in the UK for? It was a year. Yeah. Did you yeah, like it over there? <sighs> I like the UK, but I didn't like where I was. And then when I went back here and I asked others why, like, I felt this way when I was there. I didn't like it there. Um, is that a problem with me or whatever? They told me you were in one of the worst parts there. So the shocker, you didn't Oh geez. have the, yeah, it wasn't a good place that I was in <laughs> apparently. So I learned to do your research. <laughs> <laughs> University was really good, but the town, it just wasn't the best, but the UK as a whole, I really loved it there. There's just amazing places. Uh, London is really beautiful and amazing. And I had a wonderful time going there and visiting. And you can just really go from, just like Lebanon, from the ocean side, then you go to the mountainside. There's so much beautiful nature there. So, yeah. So... You know, being from Lebanon, obviously English isn't your first language. Do you speak any yeah. other languages aside from English and Arabic, I assume? Yeah, um, we have Lebanese, so it is Arabic, but every Arabic country has its own dialect. So sometimes mm -hmm. we don't we don't have the same dialect. So Lebanese is very different. So if you put Lebanese person with, let's say, someone from Iraq, maybe something that we say in Lebanon might be highly offensive there. So, oh, wow. Yeah, it is very different. Mm. Um, and in Lebanon, when you go to school, I went to a private school. Your, your parents will choose either a French educa education system or an English one. And then automatically the other language is going to be a prerequisite. So because I went to an English educated school, I also had to learn French. Oh, wow. So can you speak French fluently? Oh, no, un peu. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, uh, you have to practice it. Exactly. And I don't like it. <laughs> you don't like it? Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. I just feel like French is very... How do... I don't know, like... It's very complicated. The grammar... The grammar... The grammar is very difficult. And I'm like, already Arabic is very difficult. English can be confusing sometimes. So I'm like, I can't, my brain, <laughs> I can't. It's funny you say that because I feel like learning English has to be so difficult. There's so many things that just really? make no sense. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I'm not the best with grammar, but with French, it's just like uh, Arabic. You have the male and female version of things. Y'all mm -hmm. don't have that. So right, that's why it's every... like confusing. <laughs> no, it's actually so much easier. Like with French, you have to 
change everything based on if it's something that is female or male and sometimes something is female where it doesn't make sense and it's male when it doesn't make sense and you're like oh and i have to know that in my own native language as well and it's too much (laughs) (laughs) i just i don't know and i was actually raised for a very long time in romania so when i came back here i came back here in the sixth grade so a lot of the things that people were learning in French from kindergarten, I had zero knowledge of that. I just came here, sixth grade. I was like, what? <laughs> so yeah, that's why I, I missed a lot of the French lessons and grammar is just impossible for me to understand with French. I just... Wow. Hey, that's cool though. I wish I could speak another language. I, I took eight years of Spanish and... Nothing. I get absolutely really? <laughs> Yeah. I. It's like something you got to practice, you know? Um, yeah. Same with my, a Spanish, though, right? You have the, fam- the female and the male. Yeah. Uh, it's all those romance pronouns. languages that have yeah. the different... Um, yeah, it's like male, female, and kind of the same thing. Italian, French, Spanish, Portuguese. Mm. Um, they all derive from Latin, so if you know how to speak Latin, I guess all those would be easier. But nobody speaks Latin anymore, so why would you learn that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're difficult. Yeah. Um, so that that that's so cool. I'm I'm jealous. I I need to learn a different language. <laughs> um, what are your hobbies outside of gaming? I know you said you were in a fitness and wanted to start a fitness channel, right? Yeah, yeah, I love bodybuilding, but sadly, I I injured my elbows and my knees, so I can't go as crazy as I used to before. Oh, no. Yeah, and I love cooking, reading. I, For a really long time, I loved tuning my car, and the car oh, cool. that I have right now, yeah, it's, it's tuned, it's modded, but that is, that one requires so much of your finances so i was like okay the car is at where is the car is where i want it to be at so we're just gonna stop because you'll see just money like they say gaming is expensive modding cars that is really expensive what do you do when you mod a car do you like i i i'm just the furthest thing from a car guy like really? <laughs> yeah one of my best friends he's like loves cars like i just yeah. don't get it <laughs> really so you can go either with the performance side or the look side with my car i couldn't go a lot with the performance side so i just focused more on these the 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 sound that my car does so i got mm-hmm. rid of the cats which is not the best environmental thing to do but i had no idea when i did that back then and i got i i just went with straight pipes so then you're just getting the louder sound but i focused a lot with the look side so from the inside it was wooden i changed it into carbon fiber i changed the front bumpers the rear bumpers so my car is a bmw 280 uh oh my goodness i forgot what my car's name is (laughs) Is it? I think 280. Uh, it's uh, I can't convertible. Help you. It's an E93. <laughs> so I, I just I totally forgot right now. I don't know what's happening. So I got a lot of the parts from the M3 and I put them on my car. And then I, oh. I went with the panda look, 
so it's like black and white yeah and you put like a lip on the front of the car and i have a spoiler a carbon fiber spoiler on the back and i change i change the side what are they called like the the thing below your door i changed mm-hmm. those so mine are just like going outwards and like black grills black um mirrors um what else i changed a lot of things with my car that's was... so cool <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't keep up but that's so i forgot my car's name what the hell <laughs> is it 280 what this is crazy sheesh stephanie did you forget your car's name Oh my god, I forgot my car's name. I really did forget. I really I think it's 280. I don't I don't I don't remember. 335 320 maybe 3 I don't know. <laughs> well, I don't one, Once this uploads, my, you can go out to your car and, you know, post it yeah, on there. Yeah, my, <laughs> Drop it in the brain. comments. My brain is just like, nope, we're not gonna remember that. Well, okay. Yeah, it's not. It's not necessary once you um, once you've modded it anyway. It's a different car now, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. People look at my car. They're like, "What is that car?" I'm like, "I don't know." <laughs> <laughs> it looks nothing like what it, it. We we imported it from America from Texas. Oh wow! And it looks nothing like the photos. Absolutely nothing. I changed everything. I just, I just needed the hood to be changed, but that one was freaking expensive. But yeah, without the hood, like if we get the hood, the hood changed, that's it. It's an M3. Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you're just flipping your car, basically. Basically. <laughs> that's cool. And do you do a lot of the work yourself? All of it? No, 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 no. I just take it to a shop. I don't know how to do that. Because like, <laughs> if you do one mistake, especially if like playing with the pipes and stuff like that mm-hmm. now nah, i wouldn't dare it's the same with like pc building they asked me like did you build your pc i'm like no I, I'm, <laughs> i'm too scared yeah i'm too scared with like things that are technical yeah pc building not for me i feel like my fat fingers would <laughs> yeah, definitely screw mistake. something up <laughs> exactly so imagine like with a car you're playing with pipes and stuff like that or like what if you're driving and something falls off like no 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 that's <laughs> No. That's funny. I just drive like I drive a car to get from point A to point B. I don't even care yeah, if it's I get that. dirty or <laughs> yeah. so I'm so bad. Yeah, it depends. And now I don't even drive it anymore. I'm just sit staying at home most of the time. So I get I get you. <laughs> yeah, now it's just something nice to look at, huh? Yeah. That's funny. Um so yeah, you're in a car is um the the fitness aspect you can't do it anymore because of injuries what was like kind of your what was your main thing to do were you like a cardio person were you a power lifter um i'm a, a power what? builder oh cool so power lifting with bodybuilding i still i can do um I, i train now but it's nowhere near the intensity that i would like to i, yeah. I can't not at all yeah my knees yeah. and my elbows like my elbow See, it goes in. It almost goes inward. Yeah. It's, they're screwed. This one is not as bad. Oh, wow. This one. Like, if you touch this, I will scream. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Wait, just... Is it from the lifting? 
the injury? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Because I, when I started, I had very bad form. And I had no idea, like, there's this aspect of YouTube where you can lo- learn proper form. So I was just progressively overloading because that's what you need to do to get better. But I was right. doing that with the bad form. And I learned about proper form when it was already too late. And I go mm-hmm. to do, like, a step up. And my knee just... It was this the most excruciating pain. I screamed my heart at the gym and the trainer had to get me off. It was very oh. bad. And then slowly the elbows, you know, all of this is always getting numb down to my fingertips. And it's just too late. Mm. The damage was done. Oh, that's too bad. Um, I was in a I was in a car accident a few years ago and yeah i i it was i had to learn how to like walk again i have a rod from my knee to my pelvis oh, like oh, I'm sorry. I, yeah no it's i mean i'm good now but um I'm, i bring this up because i had like a lot of um rehab to do and a long way to come back and now i'm like in you know i'm probably stronger than i was before so yeah. now i like one thing I want to do kind of on the side is just be a trainer and work with people that had injuries like that. So, nice. you know, yeah, yeah. I, I, I love like um, just kind of the fitness world and the fitness aspect of like bringing people back from injury. It, it's always so fascinating to me. I had no idea. That's really awesome. You should. Yeah, I, I hope so. Um, you know, my current job just keeps me a little too busy so (laughs) you know I got to just find the time to actually go and do the classes and everything um but yeah I'm definitely looking forward to that you should that that's going to be really fun yeah I feel like like that'll be satisfying yeah see for me like I just when I tried the fitness channel I just felt like it's just easier for me to do it for myself. I didn't know how to do it for people. I even wanted to change my um, degree to doing, um, you know, sports nutrition. But then I was like, no, mm-hmm. I don't. Say-. And and thank goodness I didn't do that because look now I can't train properly anymore. So that would have <laughs> been funny. <laughs> I know. I thought about that, too, because I grew up playing sports, too. You know, I was oh. playing baseball and football in high school and college and stuff. And you nice. deal with a lot of injuries that way. So, yeah. you know, my body's fallen apart and built back up like three times. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. Yeah. I'm, um, I'm still dealing with this. So I don't know if we're going to fix it or not. Hopefully we will. I hope so, because, you know, it. You know, I, sometimes these things don't last long and it's just like you have to get the fluid out of your elbow or something simple like that and you just don't even know. <laughs> um, so is there anything else you want to tell us about your personal life, um, especially about, you know, a certain <laughs> pampered part of your life named Teddy? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Teddy, 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 Teddy is there. Um <laughs> Yeah, I have a Pomeranian. His name is Teddy, but we call him Teddy Bougie on Discord <laughs> everywhere because he is the bougiest dog you will ever meet. He really he looks is. Like a, he looks like <laughs> this guy, but brown. <laughs> yeah, he has like a brownish beige color. He looks exactly like this. Yeah, if you follow Miss Bubbles on Twitter, you'll see a lot of uh, bougie pictures of him. And he kind of just like lays there expecting to be pampered. And Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's always like, am I having treats 
are we gonna play with the bottle right now? And I'm like, can I take a picture of you, sir? Please. These pictures, <laughs> you guys see those pictures and they look like very nice. Do you know how much time it takes me to sit him down <laughs> so he can take that picture? Oh gosh, it's a process. That's taking so a, funny. You know, editing videos is easier than taking pictures of Teddy. And he knows when I'm trying to take a picture and he will just move his face. And I'm like, can you look at the camera? And he's like, no, no, <laughs> no. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, anything else before we go into our last section? Uh, all right. So, uh, you know, we talked about your community before and I kind of asked around, um, in the bubbles discord to see if anybody wanted to ask you any questions for the end of the podcast. Oh. So, um, I got a few, I got a few responses and we'll start with, uh, the first question from, I think you pronounce it ammo, ammo, ammo. Yeah. Ammo. Yeah. Okay. So he wanted, or she, he, 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 yeah. So he wanted to know, um, what is your favorite childhood gaming memory? Oh, I'm going to be very honest. It was all um okay. So, you know how I told you about the whole pirating thing? So, mm -hmm. even with PC games, we 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 had to pirate those games. And basically, you get like a crack folder and then you put it in your root, like in the root of the PC. But when I was a kid, I had no idea how to do that. So, I would always look forward to going to one of my cousins, like distant cousin, uh, distant cousins' game, uh, game houses, and I would bring the CD. Uh, they were tw uh, twin girls. They would put uh, install the game on their PC, and I would always look forward to us sitting together and playing. And one of them was so good at building houses. And every time I would just look forward to going to their house and see what kind of creations she made. And every time she had like built those amazing houses. You know, in Sims 1, the best thing about it was you hover over a house and it kind of opens up and you can see what's in the house. They don't have that anymore. And I was just look like, and I'm like, Suzanne, like you made this amazing house. Like, how did you do that? And she would have like this eight person family. And I would, I used, that was like, the best part of every weekend we would go to their house and i would be so excited to see what she's gonna be making you know did her family grow what happened who got married to who that was that was a good one that's awesome um thanks for the question Amo. um thank you next one is from cassie cassie wants to know what is your favorite game series review you ever did in your videos in videos that's a very hard question because mm. every one of them is so unique and different and i also have the before you buys so i don't know if they count i know that's a tough one to just put you on the spot with <laughs> yeah versus having to think I mean, about it you know because was it littlewood i think it was little which one? I would. I'm gonna say the first one. It's either Littlewood or Cozy Grove. I don't know which one was. I was wearing the blue overall floral thing. That was my favorite. So I don't know. Was it Littlewood or Cozy Grove? Let me let me check. Why was uh, it your favorite? Littlewood. Littlewood. That was the first time where I discovered that I like going in depth with my reviews. 
I took so much notes and I brought up a lot of points in the in the game and I was like that's what I want to do from now on I want to let you know the tiniest things that you need to know about the game so you can feel it with me and that's like when I started doing that and taking like all of the notes about games and that was like that was my click that's how I knew how I want to do my before you buys and my reviews oh nice that's awesome that's a really I, rem that was... I remember the outfit because <laughs> I was like I want the outfit to be on point the thumbnail to be on point yeah it was that's awesome a change nice great question Cassie that uh yeah <laughs> that really brought out a good answer and then we get the last one um always for peach is going to ask you a hard-hitting question Peachikins, happy birthday! It's her birthday today. It's her birthday. Happy birthday, Peach! <laughs> yeah. My birthday's on Sunday. We're real close. <laughs> oh, you you're gonna get your special role on the server. All right. <laughs> Fellow Taurus Peach asks, ask her when she will come to USA. Her friends can't wait to meet her in person. <laughs> Mama babe, you know we were supposed to meet this June for too many games. But if you remember, I said there's a big life change coming my way, so I had to cancel that plan. And then I discovered that there's something called PAX East, which was happening now. So I decided I'm going to visit uh, for PAX East. So it's going to be April. We're in, we're in April, right? So April yeah. next year. I need to go there before my visa expires. So mm. if if I leave it for too many games around June then my visa expires in like three months so you can't it's better to be there beforehand so mm. hopefully peachikins i've got to be seeing you in boston pax east next year nice i grew up in you boston you should join us i, you should join I us. will <laughs> and if uh, that's awesome yeah i grew up in boston let's like, do it very very close to where um where they do the pax east too so i'm familiar with really? all the area yeah oh my god you know how much excited how much excited how excited i am for this because i literally said that on twitter sometimes the gaming community can be shocking with all the hatred that it can have mm -hmm. i don't know if it's trolls or people that are really pissed off but then when i saw all the beautiful posts from pax east seeing people coming together be it content creators coming together or them coming together with their communities that was so beautiful. It wasn't just about gaming. It's, it was about sharing stories, going out to eat, having a fun time together. And oh my God, I'm getting goosebumps. I saw like <laughs> uh, Benson from Game Dimension. He was posting all over the place about the people that he met and the amazing connections. I can't wait to just be to the GameCon Game Expo. This will be the first one. Yeah. Oh my god, I'm getting Christmas! Oh my god, I can't wait. That's I, I can't wait. I can't. One wait. of our writers for uh, BossRush.net, his name is um, Lamont, and right. he. It was really funny because like a couple months ago, he was like, "I don't know what to do for my birthday. I want to, you know, he's turning forty and like getting really excited. Want to do something nice." And yeah. all of a sudden, he won tickets for PAX East and was like, and it's on his birthday weekend. <laughs> it was oh, like, my God. That's awesome. I loved watching um, watching him post all the pictures. And, like, he's yes. a huge 
um, Ninja Turtles fan, so he played Shredder's Revenge the, there. It was like yeah. losing it. It was cool. Um, it's really yeah, nice. I, I love seeing those kind of celebrations of of gaming. Like there's there's just no toxicity in the air for it. You know what I mean? Thank you. Um, yep. Yep. And it's kind of like uh, this is. I know we're getting sidetracked, but like I, I was pretty upset to see E three go away this year because you know there was so much excitement, so much hype, so much looking forward to, and like with it being a digital only event, come on, <laughs> you know, That's like true. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I was sad to see that go because, like you said, there's so much toxicity out there. But then when we get these big events, everybody can just celebrate together for once exactly yeah and e3 it was like my my birthday is on june 3rd so usually e3 happens like second week or third week of june so it was like this indirect gift for me because you have those random uh, random announcements that happen like yeah the game is out on nintendo switch you can download it right now like heck yeah and then you get like those amazing i think we got we knew about Starfield in E3, if I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. If I'm not sure, if I'm not a current. Yeah, I was freaking the heck out. Like, what, Bethesda? What? That was the best gift I ever got. I'm like, I'm, yeah. <laughs> that yeah. was crazy. I like, and, I'm I'm not an Xbox person whatsoever, but that E3, I was like, hmm, that Series <laughs> S is like looking pretty yeah. good now. <laughs> and now they're doing it again. Bethesda's going to talk about Starfield and whatever it was. It's going to be, they're having, with Microsoft, they're going to have their uh, big event in June 12th, I think. I was like, heck yeah, birthday present. I got it. Thank you. <laughs> awesome. That's so great. Um, yeah, so I, that's it for the uh, questions from the community. Um, Miss Bubbles, where can we find you? So you can find me on YouTube, Miss Bubbles, and on Twitter, it's underscore Miss Bubbles, and Instagram, which I don't post on a lot, but it's it's called it's Miss Bubbles. But if you want to interact with me the most, you can find me on my Discord community, which usually is linked in my videos uh, in the uh, description. So. If you want to be part of our community, we have you over there. Your name is Duncan, Duncan Cake Dad. I think that's what I called you. <laughs> donut I have a thing where, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, Donut, Donut Cake Dad, I think. Yeah, donut something, something crazy like that. <laughs> I name people things that make no sense, but see, he's, he's been exposed to it. He, he seems fine. Are you okay? Oh yeah, it's stuck. Don't worry about <laughs> it. <laughs> Yeah, so you can catch us there. Awesome. Um, yeah, and, you know, check out our videos if you're a JRPG fan, cozy game, game fan. Um, I know I've stumbled upon her videos just um, being the JRPG junkie that I am, and I'm a Switch player. JRPGs galore on Switch. I wish I had enough time. <laughs> so yeah, you, you know, I'm new to the JRPG genre. I'm not new you? to Western RPGs, but yeah, JRPGs. Mm. I'm new to that and with YouTube it's been such an amazing experience because before that I played Persona 5 I'm getting sidetracked over here but that's fine I did something very bad with Persona 5 I was overwriting my saves oh my god <laughs> and I almost reached the boss but you know you have to keep up with the calendar but I was overwriting saves I was never able to get to that boss. I had to restart the thing. I was like, nope, not going to do it. 
That one <laughs> scarred me for life. And oh, I was no. so scared of JRPGs. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to play no JRPG. And then I found Nino Kuni 2. And the Atelier franchise. And the Dragon Quest Builders, which is like kind of JRPG, but not really. Yeah. yeah. And then Scarlet Nexus. And Ooh, that's uh, a good one. And I've, yeah, it's been a really good ride since then. Nice. Did you play the first Nino Kuni? Or just two? Yeah, I try, uh, the Wrath of the White Witch. I have it on uh, Nintendo Switch, and I cannot, I do not understand. That, that one is just like Xenoblade Chronicles 2 for me. The combat makes zero sense. I'm like, the F just happened. Can you put what? <laughs> and though, yeah. I, funnily enough, that's those are my two of my favorite games of all time. <laughs> Xenoblade well, you, 2 and Nino Kuni. You need to help me out here because Xenoblade Chronicles 2, I really want to love that game, but I've restarted it twice and the combat, the topple, whatever makes zero sense to me. I don't, I'm like, what? Oh. What does that mean? Mm. Yeah, you came to the right person if you need some Xenoblade 2 advice. All right. Okay. <laughs> because I have played through that game two times now and like love every second of it. It's so good. Um, two times. That's a long one. Yeah. It's like I 100 hours? I think the first time I played through it, it was about 180 hours I put into it. Oh, And geez. that was, what, 2018? And then I replayed it New Game Plus this year. And wow. probably like 50 hours just because New Game Plus is a lot easier. But yeah, yeah, that's that's how much of a fan I am. <laughs> so you're over the moon for the announcement of three. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> like I, That was the best news ever. I'm so excited for this game. And I've overanalyzed the uh, trailers just way too much. <laughs> uh, you know, they gave you two surprises, though. First, they announced it. And then mm. they were like, yeah, we're going to give it to you early. Two months early, and Nintendo Enjoy. <laughs> never does that. They never do that. <laughs> yeah, I I wonder what's the two the the two cent on there. Why they did that? But let's just say they're being kind and nice. Yeah, I think Splatoon <laughs> just wasn't ready, and this was. So they were like, "All yeah. right, gotta gotta flip it out." September. Yep. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, that's it for our interview. That was a lot of fun. Thanks so much for coming on. Thank you so much. And, you know, thank you for making this interview happen. This was so fun. You're very welcoming. And thank you also for being in our Discord community because, mm -hmm. you know, you, you don't really have to be there. And you didn't come there for the interview or anything like that. You came there to be part of the community. Your dog is so cute. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm always looking forward to the pictures, always being super excited about your dog. He's the, he or she, I don't know, the, the Labrador he, is so beautiful. Yeah, he's oh a golden God. retriever and very, oh, very bougie he, himself. He's <laughs> beautiful. He's beautiful. And you, ha you, you send us like... He was eating snow the other day. <laughs> and I'm like, this is adorable. So, yeah, thank you, actually. Not, like, really. Thank you so much. It, it mm -hmm. means the world. And it's because of people like you that I keep going because you just make the community feel beautiful and embracing and loving. And that's, in the end, what we both do here, right? Right. Well, I appreciate that. I, I do wish I could participate more, but... It's busy in there. <laughs> I know. I know. It's very busy in there. Um, 
So you told us where we can find you. Um, you can find me on Twitter at DCDM99. I don't really have any other socials. And um, check out our writing on www.bossrush.net where I'm a copy editor. Um, thanks again, Miss Bubbles. And have a good night, everybody. Bye. <laughs> Woo! That was fun.